It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. Black Monday is a new Showtime comedy which provides a fictionalized accounting of the stock market crash of 1987, starring Golden Globe winner Don Cheadle. I'm at Noble Gold Derby here with Casey Wilson, who plays Tiff, Tiff Georgina on the series. Casey, in a show full of sex, drugs, and stock portfolios, what was the most outrageous thing you were asked to do? Well, I play an abusive woman, so I had to abuse Andrew Randalls multiple times, and I'm just physically, emotionally abusive. I also had to, you know, grab his manhood several times. There was just really nothing Tiff wouldn't do, but the craziest, my wedding song, we danced to the Star Spangled Banner and when I got married, and that was crazy <laughs> for a wedding song for a couple to choose the Star Spangled Banner. I know you're not from America, but you wouldn't normally choose that song. Yeah, we wouldn't choose our national anthem for something like that either down here. And um, I, I've heard, I, I know the Star Spangled Banner, so it made sense yeah. when I was watching. Um, let's talk a bit about that scene. How did that come together? How much did you have to rehearse it? What was it like to film, all that sort of stuff? So we were going to do, I can't even remember another song. And to be quite frank, it was the end of the season and they had run out of budget for music 100%. So they said, we can't do it. And Andrew Rannell said, we can. How about we go to music that's free, you know, public domain. And he came up with the Star Spangled Banner and figured that my character is like a huge Republican, you know, all about money and greed and, you know, in the 80s. And now, and basically, so we just danced to that and we had a choreographer. It was so much fun and so stupid and like red, white, and blue outfits and like another guy's waving an American flag behind it. And it was just so stupid. An important, very important scene. Yeah. How many takes did it take to get that down? We did a bunch. We did a bunch. It was so much fun. And we rehearsed it the day before. And Andrew can really dance because he's been on Broadway. And I have never been asked to be on Broadway. But I think after that scene, I will be, most likely. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Calls yeah. are going to roll in Yeah. soon. For, for your characters, did you have to dance like a little, like, did you have to get a bit of dancing training? And then he had to, like, do a bit worse than he usually does. So it was, like, aligned? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I tried to raise my bar as high as I could, but, and he definitely lowered his, I'm sure. So we kind of met in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's used to working with professionals, you know. Mm. So he says that I'm, and this is an insult, I think, in the Broadway world, a singer who moves. Oh, okay. Like, 
like you can't dance whatsoever. And I mean, I can't really sing either. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so Casey, um, let's talk a bit, and you touched on it already, a bit about your relationship dynamics with Andrew Reynolds and the character he plays, Blair. Um, as you say, you're a bit abusive. You literally grab him by the balls. And what, like, how did that, uh, what was it like playing those scenes and how uh, did that develop over the course of the season? Well, and look, obviously I don't take abuse lightly whatsoever, but this was, was a, a comedy and certainly tilted towards the absurd. And my character is just incredibly money hungry. And so right from the pilot, uh, which was directed by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, they really pushed it to just be as absurd as possible. And my husband, Andrew is a bit of a meeker character and I, my family owns Georgina jeans, mm -hmm. kind of like based on Jordache jeans. And I'm just like hell on wheels. But then we kind of, over the season felt like, well, why are they together at all? And so <laughs> we tried to amp up as though we have a very passionate sex life. So we tried to integrate that beautifully <laughs> into the story. <laughs> Give it yeah. some layer and depth. Mm. And like, I guess like there is that question of like, do these two belong together or what are they doing together and stuff over the course of the season? Do you think that like, um, how does that evolve or develop? as the story changes and as Blair becomes more entrenched in the Wall Street world? World. I mean, I think, you know, when I meet him, I think I think he's got a big future and he's obviously, I mean, Andrew Reynolds is incredibly handsome and I've never seen a human not become completely charmed by him in life. So I was playing off of that and fall in love with him, like man, woman, moms, grandmas, everyone. So, but I think over the course of the season, he becomes completely unhinged and kind of realizes that he's with this just complete bitch, to be honest. And we just had fun with it. I think, you know, I won't spoil it, but over the course of the season, a lot's more revealed about him and kind of his inner life, I would say. But um, yeah, they're not a great match. They don't bring out the best in each other, I would say. And I think Tiff really wants him to be this like all-star on Wall Street and but then is upset the way he's having to do it and and all of that yeah it's interesting she sort of pushes him particularly at the beginning of the season to break out of his shell and in some ways that's what pushes him away from her even more yeah yeah and then he kind of takes up a bit with he has a crush on regina hall's character don and that's its own whole thing and mm. i mean it's difficult as a character to compete with regina hall i'll tell you that um <laughs> <laughs> just because she's so amazing i would date her myself um yeah i think like he gets into the world and tiff is just such a relic from like a gross kind of blue blood kind of thing with her parents and then of course i get kidnapped and that's a twist yeah <laughs> for my yeah yeah a lot a lot happens in the show i think like um one yeah, I think in one of the last episodes, one of the characters goes like, boy, it's quite a day or something like that. <laughs> yeah, quite a day. Quite a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what Did you have a favorite scene with Andrew over the course of the series? Other than the dance scene, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love the scene where he's told me not to buy anything. I'm not, he doesn't have a job and my parents are so rich. And so I keep wanting to like fall back on them and, and just saying like, let my dad pay for everything. We live in a shithole. And he says, no, you can't buy a new washer dryer or anything, but I do. Of course, I buy every single appliance in this like teeny tiny apartment and he's furious. 
And he's also coming off of having done cocaine all night. So he comes home and, and he's furious and we start screaming at each other. And I turn on all the, all the appliances, the blender and the washing machine and just start screaming at him that I'd rather have sex with my father than him. That was fun. Yeah. Great line. Great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, You've done, as, as an actress, you've done a lot of different comedy over the years from uh, sketch comedy, network comedy, uh, guest roles and things. What is different about the comedy in Black Monday and how you approach it as an actress from other comedy you've done in the past? Well, Black Monday, I think, has a specific tone that it's just different. It's definitely, it's many things kind of in one show. It's like a mystery, but it's also got, I think, really hard comedy and very like written joke comedy, but it's also got heart. And so, and it's set in the 80s, so it's kind of its own animal, I think. And I think Tiff, for me, normally, you know, sketch characters or I'm playing like the friend or, you know, I've played all those kind of parts. I think it was fun to play someone who's like very sharp, almost like theatrical and fun. I mean, and Andrew kind of lends himself, I think, to that acting style as well. And then the costumes and the hair is so crazy that it was just much of a more like that makes sense, like a sharper character um, than I normally play. But also my husband created the show and he created happy endings. And so there's definitely similar humor <laughs> in, yeah. in both, even though they're wildly different shows, I mm. would say. Yeah. And what, uh, was there something that was a particular challenge for you or something you found a bit difficult to approach in the series? Uh, Casey, you've just, I, I can't hear you now. You, your mic's gone muted or something. Hold on. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay. You guys take that, take that question okay. from the beginning, from the, just start that answer again. Um, yeah. I think, you know, uh, this character is very broad but then also has real moments of heart which i love to do but don't necessarily get you know full opportunities to do that range normally because i've done network comedies and i'm actually doing an hbo show now but it doesn't have the broadness either so that was kind of interesting to play these very comedic scenes and then kind of shift into more serious territory and more like emotional heartfelt moments yeah. I mean, I'm grateful to have the part because I don't often, you know, get those opportunities. So it was really fun and kind of unexpected from that character, I think. Yeah. Do, do, you, um, do you have a favorite um, uh, or a particularly interesting moment from shooting the series? I think favorite was the day I shot all my scenes with Regina Hall, who I was so in love with in Girls Trip and support the girls. Like, I, she's just amazing. and such a good actress and so i'm in awe of her because comedically she's very subtle but she's such a funny person and so we shot all of these scenes um at my bachelorette party where she's the only one who shows up and it was so much fun and they were also kind of heartfelt scenes but also completely ridiculous and she's just so much fun and wearing like a rainbow colored eyeshadow that was hard to look at <laughs> you know I'm <laughs> so crazy and then uh, Don Cheadle was in that scene, and I didn't get to have a ton of scenes with him, so mm -hmm. it was so, so much fun. 
Yeah. Did, did um what what do you think um who's who's the most fun actor on set? Who's the funniest? Probably me. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> present company um, is good. Yeah, present company. Yeah. I mean, everybody's really funny. Um, you know who's really funny, and I didn't get to do a bunch of scenes with them, but their friend of mine is Paul Shear, yeah. who I love. Um, and Yasser, the two of them are my pals, and Yasser Lester. And they're just hilarious guys. And Horatio Sands. I wish I had more with them just because they're all pals and just so funny. But we had a blast on set um, with them. So they make me really, Yasser makes me really, really laugh. And he was also a writer on the show and just an amazing actor and person. So and he, he plays a character named Yasser. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the guys in the bullpen, uh, the, 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 I can imagine that that would, that would be quite funny and fun. They've got a lot going on. Well, sorry? They've got a lot going on, those guys. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot going on there. So, um, Casey, um, it, it's set in the 80s, the show. Is there a particular prop or set or costume or something like from the 80s that you particularly enjoy? Well... I had one scene that I truly couldn't believe. And I mentioned, I think my husband's one of the creators, but yeah. I was presented on set a scene where my character has to masturbate with an 80s vibrator. That is, I, I can't even show you on, it was humongous and they got it off of eBay. It was used. Oh my. Like, it was disgusting, but that really, you know, got me in character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it had you know it was like plugged into the wall and it just yeah. really made us yeah that is <laughs> cool uh <laughs> that yeah i like um the, yeah love how the prop the prop people have had to like hand in the receipt for that one too but and it's like a sweet older guy had to hand it to me i was like this is yeah. a nightmare <laughs> yeah oh that's good um what what's um do you with, with this it's about stock market crash in 1987 you were very young when that happened did you know much about this stock market crash uh, about black monday before starting the series i certainly not and thank you for saying i was young i was oh no casey you might you might i can't hear you again I don't have a mic, huh? Let me see. Uh, I don't know. I can hear you well now, so keep going. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, I I certainly didn't know of it when I was younger, but you know, over the years, obviously, learned more. And my husband's father's a trader, and so yeah. he kind of he and his partner Jordan Cahan, who created it, David, and wrote it, and is wonderful. They kind of got the idea from his dad, and so I'd heard a lot of stories about just trading in the '80s and how insane it was, and truly just wild stories and so my husband has always been very interested yeah oh no casey i can't can't hear you again i don't know what to do i don't, yeah, know, I don't know i can i can i can hear you now so it's i just going a little bit in and out but not not too bad no it's fine no drama service at this house yeah. Okay. Could be that. Could be someone's confused. Can be a little glitchy and things okay, like okay. that. Yeah. Who knows? Um, what do you think? Um, are, are we going to be back for a season two? 
I think we are. We don't know officially, but I think so. I hope so. I don't know my involvement given where I left off at the mm. end of the season, but I think I think I'll be in there. So I'm. My fingers are crossed. We're not sure, but I feel like we will. Mm. Been wrong and, before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we'll um we'll we'll wrap up, Casey, by yeah. talking about what is your favorite. Uh, thing about Black Monday, and you can take this as an actress going into work on it, or as a viewer watching the show. I think I mentioned, but the tone of the show is really yeah. different. And I think in TV right now, there it's great how many different tones people are experimenting with. Like I've just become obsessed with Pen Fifteen, for instance, and people are like bringing their own completely unique tone and style. And I think. I just love how it vacillates between all these different tones from comedic and then Regina and Don are in kind of an emotional, like, will they, won't they? And Paul Shear's character is going through so much where it's, you think it's just comedic, but he's got a whole relationship story. But it's also just got hard, funny jokes, you know, in the vein of like a Kimmy Schmidt or something. Hmm. So I think it's a very unique tone. And once you kind of like click into it, I love watching it. And it was really fun to do. Yeah. And yeah, working go. with Regina and Don and Andrew was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, thanks, Casey. And to all your viewers, you can go. What? Sorry? I just said you're welcome. Ah, thank you. You know, my pleasure. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks, Casey. To all your viewers, you can go to goldderby.com right now and make your predictions so you can compete against the experts, editors, and other fans and prove if you are the smartest procrastinator in Hollywood. Uh, before you go, click our subscribe button on this video so you're alerted to our other guest chats with top contenders. Thanks so much for chatting with us, Casey. Thank you so much. Bye. No worries. Bye. And I've stopped the recording. Okay. Yeah. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.